rebel fighters in Syria struck in the capital Damascus today. They set off two booby-trapped vehicles, killing several police officers. The rebels pushed to topple the regime of President Bashar al-Assad now routinely reaches into the capital once considered beyond attack. But the rebels know that their uprising is more likely to succeed if they can generate more international support for their cause. Shira Frankel reports on what some Syrian fighters are doing to improve on that front. A small group of Syrian rebel fighters gather in this Antakya, Turkey apartment for some R&R. They chatter among themselves, watching YouTube videos of other rebel fighting units and pass around articles that have been written about the violence in Syria. This group of fighters from various units understands that no small part of their battle is taking place in print and on airwaves around the world which is why they've arranged for some PR training before they rejoin their battalions in Syria. Their aim is to make them more palatable to the West. Actually, they understood this idea that they must get help from the United States and other countries. And by being sectarian and extremist, they cannot get help. So they are trying to do something and to say something so they can get some help. That's one of the instructors. He asked not to use his real name and to alter his voice to protect his family in Syria. He says several years spent in Canada and the U.S. have qualified him to teach the rebels how to present themselves. He points to the uniquely named 111 Brigade as a shining example of how a rebel unit might appeal to the West. Their leader is Haj Muhammad. <laughs> We are a unique community of 140 fighters, he says. We are well-educated, with a mentality of Syria for everyone. In the face of what's being called a civil war, Hash Muhammad is eager to promote his unit as non-sectarian. He says it includes Sunnis, Shiites, and even Alawites. The brigade's unique name comes from the idea of equality, he says, kind of one for all and all for one. And when he sees that his audience includes female reporters, he's quick to point out that his unit also has female fighters. In videos posted online, he shows his unit handing out food to Syrian refugees and assisting them in fleeing the border. It's an image of the rebel forces that he says is key to defeating Assad. We are the secular people who started the revolution, he says. If the free world would support us, they'd get a free democratic country after we win. We'll create a country that can live in peace with all our neighbors. The progressive face that Haj Muhammad presents to the media is calculated, he admits, to try and encourage aid from the West. Other rebel units have resorted to courting Saudi and Qatari sheikhs for money to fund their units, he says. But that money comes at the price of having to fight by the rules of their religious Sunni backers. I haven't received a dollar from anyone, he says. And if I don't get support from the West, I may be forced to move away from my liberal mentality and follow something else. Haj Muhammad says he's had offers from wealthy Islamists to drop the women and the multi-ethnic fighting unit in return for cash. Until now, he says, he hasn't accepted it. Abdul Mahmoud used to be a fighter with Haj Muhammad's brigade, but he left after he was injured, and he's critical of what he calls the media spin. Sitting on the porch of the sunny apartment he shares with his family, Abdul Mahmoud criticizes the 111 brigade for trying to sell a progressive dream they can't deliver. 
He says that despite the pleasant face that Hajj Mohammed shows to the West, the reality is that the fighting in Syria is becoming increasingly motivated by dangerous sectarian divides. He says that after months of believing Hajj Mohammed's own PR spin, he realized that the rebels weren't fooling anyone. Syria is increasingly becoming the kind of sectarian war the West was afraid of, he says, and there's little chance anyone will believe otherwise. And contrary to the rosy spin, he believes that no one knows what will become of Syria after their civil war. For The World, I'm Shira Frankel, Antakya, Turkey.